0: Hello, hello, Aselika here, creator and host of The Colored Girl Beautiful. It has been far too long since I've had a chance to chat with you, so I suppose we've got some catching up to do. I've been dealing with the same stay at home orders as the rest of the country and am doing my best to stay sane and productive as I commute to my dining room table. But while I've been MIA, there have been a couple of exciting activities I wanted to share. First, I virtually celebrated a birthday with several friends. If you haven't tried it already, I definitely recommend incorporating games into your virtual get-togethers. It was delightful. And second, I defended my master's thesis via Zoom, which featured this very podcast. That's right, folks. I am officially done with school. Thank God. Anywho, in light of this new academic accomplishment, I thought it would be fitting to hear from Tina about her experience as a boss throughout her career and the challenges that sometimes come with success. So let's hear what she has to say.
1: As my father told me once, if you want to be at the top, it's all, it can be very lonely there. And so for me, because I wanted to do be better, it was lonely. And also because I'm, I'm just a different person, period. In my corporate jobs, with one exception, I've always been a manager, a supervisor, or a director. So I've always had a staff. And a staff that I allow have allowed so much flexibility to. One of the things I'm probably very proud of it being a boss, or a director, manager, whatever, is that self development and development of the people that work for me was always uppermost. You need to leave me better than when I came, when you came to me. And for people on my team to be intimidated. By that, oh, I was just so intimidating, and, I, and, uh, and it's just like, you know. And then finally, one day, I just said, "Okay, I'm not listening to that. Not one more minute." I will. I take used to take such exception to that. In the beginning, I was like, "Oh, well, maybe." And I'm like, "You're not intimidating." I have a high standard of work and a high standard of expectation. If you work for me. Because whoever I'm working for has an expectation of me. I'm not dropping the ball. And therefore, you're not dropping the ball. Because we're not making... I'm not looking gonna look bad. And whatever you need so that you can make yourself look good, we all look good, then you need to let me know what that is. And I will make sure that that happens. I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity to better yourself, to learn more, to do more, and not demanding, because it's not a requirement on your. Uh, when I do your review. It's just I'm offering you opportunity. I'm not evaluating you on this. But if you're intimidated because I ex- say, why don't you go take that class, that's your problem, not mine. And what I finally got to and what I think a lot of us need to get to is people's behavior all the time does not have anything to do with you. It's about them. It's about them and their insecurities, and they're not being able to feel. And I never was the boss who said, can you type this for me? Can you write this? So I would just do it. You know, I just wasn't that kind of person that I felt like, I'm not into titles, number one. And titles mean something, but they don't mean, they don't always mean anything. Because just because you have a title does not mean you're living up to the job that you have. So most places, if you don't understand business, the people that are on the lower rungs, so to speak, on the ladder with the lower titles, they're doing the work, period, end of story. It's been in every job I've had. It's Not that people at the top are not doing anything, but they're damn sure not doing what's happening on the floor. And so respecting people for what they do, and just respecting people for people being who they are. Um. To me, has been important, but you just can't escape how other people want to act, react to you and how they want to judge you. And yes, you know, so the question, the answer is, have I put, been put in boxes? Yes, but I don't, I don't, I don't stay in a box. A box, that's, that's a long time ago for me, where you get in the box, you stay in the box, and you don't come out. And You do what everybody tells you to do. That's a long time ago for me. And, I'm, and I I'm it, like back high school. You know, the box thing ended for me somewhere back then. And that ended with telling me that a, a house is drawn like a square with a triangle roof and a squirrely queue of chimney coming out the chimney for smoke. That ended with me a long time ago. You know, I have a little thing in my phone that says it's a picture of all these little white, lambs and one little black one it says it's good to be different and I see I look at that every morning because it took me a while to be okay with just being different not being like everybody and I knew that a long time now I'm a nonconformist I do not go along with the crowd I'm not a follower although I know when to follow Uh, but it is hard
0: it is hard The Color Girl Beautiful is created and hosted by Acelica Smith and produced by Nicole Hill. Many thanks once again to Tina for lending us her words of wisdom on the show and for reminding us that it is indeed good to be different. For everything you ever wanted to know about the show and the original book, The Colored Girl Beautiful, that inspired the show, you can visit coloredgirlbeautiful.com. It's never too late to subscribe to our newsletter, follow us on social media, or purchase your very own Color Girl Beautiful t-shirt. If you like what you hear, send this to your friends. Sharing the podcast is definitely one of our favorite ways for you to show your support. And if you've got a few moments, give the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Links for both in the show notes. Thanks as always for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you in two weeks.